0: Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the show. My name is Nick, and with me, as always, is Max.
1: Maxie Frags in the building. What's up, Shedders?
0: This is the Top Cack Podcast where we talk about damn near whatever we decide to talk about that day because we ought not be prepared.
1: Yeah, we're just like that. Built different. Built different. Like yeah. Oh, we're fucking built different, alright. <laughs> yesterday was evidence Um, of built different Yeah, literally built different um the problem is is that usually when you're built different you know why it is you're built different i do not know why i am built different um so yesterday was the uh the date of our great nation's independence july 4th um and Nicholas and I decided that ahead of time that we were going to participate in Liberty Activities because it's what the Founding Fathers would have wanted, really. Um, so we got together and shot some guns and, um, shot some guns and played with some fireworks and almost died a few times. Made some mistakes <laughs> with some fireworks. <laughs> yeah, we almost got blown up and I almost fucking lost a Glock. Um so yeah i guess we can start with the glock because that's an interesting one so talked about it um a few times actually on this uh on this podcast where i've been building so nick had built a polymer 80 um and inspired me and i've wanted a full-sized um hang on for a while you know I have a concealed carry that's a little little, little, itty bitty baby it's a little subcompact and um you know i kind of want something a little bit bigger just you know for shits and giggles so I, i decided on You know, instead of getting a Glock 17, just build a polymer 80 uh, full frame polymer 80, which is essentially a Glock 17. Um, I'm the kind of guy that likes to tinker and, you know, none of my guns stay like factory. I always end up taking them apart and fucking with them in some capacity. So I kind of did the math and thought about it. And it was like, well, I have the added bonus that I don't have to wait a week because Maryland makes you wait a week. Um, I don't have to try and track down a Glock because Glocks are impossible to find brand new. If you don't know that or at least when at the time of me building it they were impossible to find um just like i'll build this polymer 80 like no big deal so i ran into a couple hiccups It was my first time ever putting a gun together um and that's like a pretty balls deep (laughs) it's pretty balls deep endeavor to get into it's not like super super complicated and there's plenty of knowledge but you know it um it fought me a little bit and i i bent one of the rails on the back and it was a little bit of an ordeal learning experience so i put this thing together and i've been busy and i kind of haven't been working and then i'm working again and i'm not a big fan of cicadas and they just happened to fuck off recently um so was like ah nick i gotta test fire this fucking glock man i gotta make sure this motherfucker runs like i've I've had it built since like i think april i think that thing's been built since like late april um and obviously fourth of july we shot it for the first time so it's it had been together for a little bit um i was like all right we got to get out and fire this fucking thing so I was smart because I had a feeling that it's my first time building a gun and I had a couple slip ups, you know, throughout the building process, nothing major, but I figured, you know, it's my first time putting a a gun together, like from scratch, probably be wise to like maybe put three bullets in it, you know, see if it'll chamber the next one, see if it'll, you know, I don't want to load a whole magazine because my shit, I have Magpul P mags, they hold 21. So I was like, all right, you know, whatever. So I load three three rounds in. and No, I loaded five, actually. That's what it was. I loaded five. I had loaded five. So the first one goes off without a hitch. Real nice ejection right out to the side. I was like, okay, I'm really happy with that. Pull the trigger again. Real nice ejection. Real nice shot. Slams home. Chambers new round. I'm like, W. When I pulled that trigger that third time, I kind of held it a little bit instead of just like, popping and releasing just to run it through and that glock sent all three rounds that were left in the magazine shot that bitch till it was empty um so there was definitely a there's a video unfortunately it was just a hair late of me like just after shooting it and turning to nick and making a face because i just couldn't believe what had happened and i was like was that a freak accident so i i loaded another five and slammed her home and I just held the trigger and it blasted through all five again so I'm not entirely sure what the malfunction is because this is really just genuinely a 100% legit standard Glock 17 build like it's polymer 80 everything in the lower the trigger and the, the ejector the firing pin all that shit is all OEM Glock the slide is Brownells I think and the barrel is, is aftermarket. It's a uh, um, Culper Precision titanium nitride barrel. But everything in its OEM Glock, the recoil spring, the ejector, the firing pin, um, the extractor, the, the fucking sear, everything's OEM Glock. So I don't know what the disconnect is. It's Everything is Gen 3, which I, is what I was told to do, what I was told to get. It doesn't have one of those fancy fun switches on the back of it. It's just a regular ass backing plate. But that bitch, if you put a fucking magazine, you hold the trigger, it shoots until it goes empty. So, since there are videos of this thing floating around online, I figured it would be a good idea to take the slide off and take that bitch apart. <laughs> so it's currently sitting in pieces in the room next to me. In case the ATF comes and knocks on my door and says, Hey man, what's going on? I'll be like, well, I took it apart and tried to figure it out. But, you know, I'm still working on it. So I'll, uh, At least it's disassembled. I'll try and put a video
0: here of the uh, second set through it.
1: Oh uh, yeah, the one where I I we knew and I was like I'm going to send this motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, man. So I want to fix it for the sake of you know, having a properly functioning gun, but at the same time everybody who has a Glock kind of wants a Glock 18, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, part of me is like that's kind of fucking dope. And it runs great. It it runs like a m- motherfucker. <laughs> you know what i thought about just now because we were so, shooting so few rounds i never tried to stop it from shooting the whole magazine I was Does that just, make sense i never let the trigger go
0: when you first started talking about it i was thinking about
1: that i never tried to like yeah control the bursts if it if it okay the next time we shoot if it shoots in bursts um and i can like it's controllable controllable I'm probably just going to leave it. <laughs> probably just going to let it fly, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as anyone's concerned, that gun doesn't exist. No. Literally doesn't exist. Um so that's cool. I accidentally um made a full auto Glock. Um so yeah. And then <laughs> um the force reset trigger that I got, I finally got installed and I'm having light primer strikes. So it'll shoot the first round. The bull carrier group slams all the way back. It goes all the way forward, it chambers a new round, but I get a really, really fine, really light primer strike. Um, And it's light enough that I can shoot that round again. So if I you know, rack it and clear it, I can shoot that same round again. So I have to mess with the buffer spring. Um, I think it's probably a little bit too light. So the one gun I wanted to be close to full auto is not full auto. And the one that I did not intend to be full auto is full auto. So I don't really know.
0: I really want to I figure mean, out how to replicate that Glock.
1: I, well, apparently, well, apparently when I was Googling it, it's like a thing. Like just regular OEM Glocks do it sometimes too, apparently. If you get different triggers, it's like a few and far in between thing. I've seen them where the OEM ones have a little bit. There's like a few or three, few or, two or three different things it could be. Um, but one of the things is, like, I guess on the trigger, there's, like, a small indentation that you sometimes have to file down a little bit. Because there's a little bit too much material from the factory. And it can cause the tolerances to fuck up and it to go full auto. I I don't know. I am gonna. I think I might have another slide around somewhere. I'm going to order more parts. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to figure this out. I kind of want to give it to a gunsmith, but I kind of don't want them to fix it and then, like, not tell me how to, you know? Yeah. It's it. nice. <laughs> it would be nice to have that option. You know? It'd be cool to have that option. What well, we actually, you know what we should do? We should find someone who has a complete Glock seventeen slide and rule that out as being the problem or not. Like someone who has a completely different slide than mine and try and run it and see if it happens then.
0: That's a good idea.
1: And then that way we can we can rule out upper lower. And then if it's in the lower, I'm just gonna Find another slide,
0: yeah, and <laughs> we can have one for each uh,
1: I just hell of a carry gun yeah that that'll fuck <laughs> someone up, <laughs> hell of a carry gun, uh shit, so I'm walking around with a fucking glock with a a dick on it, and fucking twenty one plus one, and it 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 might just empty the whole clip in case anyone needed to either fuck around or find out we should get. A fifty-round drum for the Glock. Let me check some real quick.
0: They make them. I know for a fact they make them.
1: I know that they make them, um, but I think they make them bigger than fifty. I thought they might go. I think
0: they might make the the
1: double barrel
0: ones, the hundred rounds. So they
1: make the they they make a fifty. I'm looking at it right now mcgill's glock store hell yeah this thing looks so stupid bro Bro, it's stupid as fuck but 50 rounds at once would be cool i know and we just it just sucks because i don't have a like we i am going to drive out to the boondocks and
0: just
1: (laughs) fucking empty that bitch because i'm just built different i i I really want to send a whole 22 through that thing and see how it runs Mm mm-hmm yeah, I'm seeing a whole lot of 50s. I'm not seeing much bigger than a 50. I wonder if they have a 100 around. They gotta have the 100. I've seen, I think I've seen the 100s.
0: I think I've seen a 100.
1: Where they have two. Yeah. The fucking Glock with the nuts on it. Here we go, beta mag. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. It, you th- it would probably blow up if I put a 100 through it, right? I mean, the
0: likelihood of something failing is high. Yeah. I mean, the likelihood of something failing it with fifty is pretty high too. It's high.
1: Think. Yeah, when this is like a this is like an accident, it's not like a properly built Glock with an auto sear. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like one thing to have a Glock with an auto sear, whether it's legit or not, whether whether it's a registered machine gun or not, because it's obviously fucking made to do that. It's made to shoot full auto, right? It's another thing to have like a half-ass built fucking polymer eighty that I built five feet that way, sitting on my couch with a file. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Give me one minute. My washing machine is fucking up. It's you can washing. probably hear it. It's really loud.
0: I could not. But yeah, so that was a, uh, an ordeal with the fucking full-auto Glock. Maxi got to shoot my full-auto AR-15 as well. For the first time in his first experience with Full Auto. And it was fucking a huge W. Um, we have video up on TikTok. If anyone's... I'm sure all two of the people on here have seen our TikTok. Of course. But we're going to continue to post things that we actually do in real life. To reinforce the fact that we're not just talk on here. Like we do the shit we talk about. At least to a degree. So... I think it would be uh be pretty cool to start adding in videos on here if I can of us shooting and race car activities, motorcycle activities, whatever.
1: Alright, so if my washing machine just decides to like take off like a helicopter, <laughs> um that's what they get for not fixing my AC w fucking shitters anyways yeah so glock activities that was cool um we have to find a place to fucking there's got to be like some fucking spot in the woods in east Jibipnarnia. narnia
0: mhm
1: where i can rip a whole 21 real fast I mean, for the culture if, for the kids
0: if we head out to western maryland we can find a place
1: i'm sure we c- there's there's no way that there's not a place yeah I mean, like, dude, I'm literally, and like, <laughs> this is sketchy, but like, I'm literally talking about you go down a back road for a couple miles, pull off to the side of road, walk until you can't see the road anymore, look around, make sure nothing obvious is around, and just let that motherfucker fly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just uh, like, unless a car is coming, no one's gonna know. Yeah, you know what I mean. And even if they do. How long is it going to take a cop to get out to the fucking boondocks? It takes a cop 20 minutes to get to my apartment. Fucking police station's a quarter mile that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, anyways. Um, pleasantly surprised, to say the least. Uh, um. And then, yeah, we got into some fireworks. Nick almost killed us both. So that was cool.
0: I almost killed more than just us. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and you almost fucked up your dad's boat and some more shit. That was a fucking, that was a, a thing.
0: The rocket's red glare right over that fucking pickup truck and boat. <laughs> I mean, the picture was a W. It I'd really say, cool. like, that, that's a badass picture.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, picture's an enormous W.
0: It's the uh, one of the backgrounds on my computer now. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, two monitor life. We out here. Mm-hmm. Fucking, uh yeah, so Nikki Two Socks got a bunch of fireworks. Yeah, so I, w- we... I went up to PA
0: because in, in Maryland you cannot buy fireworks other than, like, Shitters. sparklers at Walmart, pretty much. Yeah. So I go up there, and they're having a deal. You get $800 worth, you get 50% off. So I'm like, all right, obviously, I'm going to get $800 worth of fireworks. And so I spent $460 after tax on fireworks. Nice. <laughs> and... I mean, Uh, I got some serious shit. Like, there was nothing small in the group of things I got at all. Like, and... shit goes. They were sitting in my truck for, like, a month, which probably wasn't fantastic. But... I wasn't the best for them. (laughs) But, um... Uh, No. So we go to my dad's house after shooting, and then we're... Setting up, we put a bunch of bricks down uh, in the middle of the field to set them off on, and like, it wasn't super level, but it
1: wasn't like... I'm gonna just say it, okay? I literally said, hey man, we should probably find a way to secure these. I f-
0: Those were my words! Y- you said about the mortar tubes. And we did! And we did, the mortar tubes, the n- no issues. Not a single and one. And they went
1: off without a hitch, right?
0: And then we tried the first 200 gram cake. So they, anyone who doesn't know anything about fireworks, they sell individual mortars, they sell rockets, they sell Roman candles, not so much M80s anymore. Um, And then they sell like 200 gram cakes, which is a burst of a couple tubes for fireworks. And then 500 gram cakes, which are more like the finale ones. Um, So I got three 200 gram cakes and like Five or six 500 gram cakes. We put the first 200 gram cake down on after the mortars and Mm got to light it off. So the first shot, perfect. Not an issue.
1: Yep, it was great.
0: And then every subsequent shot, I think of the like 12 shots it shot, three went upwards.
1: And the... We should we should say in an upwards direction. Yeah. Not even upwards, like in an upwards direction. Yeah. At, at a 45 degree angle, at a fucking...
0: And the rest <laughs> went decidedly not upwards. Yeah. Um, yup. One shot directly over my truck in my dad's boat. One yeah. shot over into the trees across from us. One shot over towards the cars where some people were standing. One shot into the trees over there. Two more shot over into the woods across from us. It was artillery and rather terrifying. Like, one shot by me, the one that went into the trees to the left, shot by me like, if I had stuck my arm out, I probably would have burnt my arm.
1: I was standing next to the truck. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, we know how that went. Yeah. Um, uh... And then your dad subsequently yelled at
0: us. Yeah, we um, we reevaluated after that, and started boxing them in with bricks as well as having yeah. them on top of bricks.
1: So we had like a cup
0: of bricks to hold them. And then after that, it went went great. Not another it problem. Was, it was good. It was um, cool. This morning, I did read on the last 200 gram cake that I was too afraid to shoot that. Says concrete or asphalt level surface, and those bricks were you
1: know, level-ish. Not very. I think the thing that fucked us is was just the small surface area of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the big, big ones. Obviously, like the downward force is th- it's what more well distributed yeah. versus the smaller ones are more kind of.
0: I say it was about. It's just more that, likely to tip over that big and tube shooting up, and the one. Um, my ex's dad almost killed us all with, and Hatteras was also one of the smaller boxes. So... I now know that the small
1: boxes are less good. (laughs) Yeah. Get the medium ones, because the the fucking big one was like raining fire. Yeah, The last one, the finale? That shit was kind of fucked up. We went through all the fireworks,
0: and... The the first issue was a large issue, but it was inconsequential for the most part. And then we get to the last one, which is nine three-inch shells, which the law is 75 feet away from your viewers for each inch of the shell, which, like, we were maybe 75 feet away.
1: (laughs) Bro, 50. 50 feet, if that. If that.
0: And, um... So like it looked cool. Yeah. Nothing. Oh, it's fucking sick. Nothing exploded really, but as it came down, it was not very high up, which maybe it was from the humidity in my truck or something. I don't know. Um, but it was raining fire, and into the yeah. trees and the grass, and it was concerning for a minute.
1: Yeah. Yep. Well, and the good news is, too, is is the whole field we were shooting them off in was wet. Yeah, like, luckily, the grass was really wet. That's kind of was helpful, um, you know, to to not have to worry about. I mean, we all did a lap. I did a lap around the whole property where we were shooting and just made sure nothing was on fire. But, yep. So, next year, we have a couple. uh, We have some ideas. Yeah, we got a couple ideas involving. Your dad was saying the little uh, model rocket yeah igniters if and I, if
0: i get them like a model rocket control board and i can set them up to launch out of that and then i'm mm-hmm. going to secure the sets onto plywood so that they cannot move unless they have taken an entire sheet of plywood and 50 other pounds of fireworks over with them which is yeah. like not happening
1: yeah, i think that's probably the best way to do it and i th- we kind of like half-assed set it up when it was starting to get dark yeah if we like set it up and
0: yeah like tarp
1: if... over it at noon or whatever you know what i mean yeah like we probably definitely could have done things smarter
0: but for sure in the past using larger fireworks i would never really had an issue yeah and then other than like a plus-size bottle rocket going in a downward direction but <laughs> that was not the worst thing in the world because no one got hurt either. But now we know. Yeah.
1: That's say, with it, I still have all my fingers, you know? I still have all my toes. No third degree or otherwise burns. Nick burned himself, but that was on his gun. Cause yeah. He goofball. But It's almost like when you shoot 10 rounds through a gun in less than two seconds, it gets hot. About a second. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, that two seconds seems a little... You route, you definitely routed that biscuit up. Yeah, cause I- as I was making the video today, and I put a timer on it. A timer. That mm. bitch... under... like a second and a half. Under, for sure. Without a doubt. Yes. I mean, we call that a second and a quarter. And... I mean, that's... That's some serious rate of fire right there. Fuck yeah, Carl. That shit bangs, son. Mm-hmm. You shitting me? That shit fucking bangs, Jack. I mean that's probably 4 500 ish rounds, sec- rounds a second or rounds a second 500 ish rounds a minute it's a little bit slower than an M4 or an M16 yeah but 10 rounds is a hard measurement to you know what i mean cuz every millisecond counts yeah. so to fire a full 30 round would probably be a more a full 50 even would be a lot more accurate hmm. um but we don't have that luxury right this instant so no we are uh, trying to figure out a way by which we can do that um to you know get some good some good pews cooking and not be for uh... for it yeah it's i mean the ATF and even local police don't really take too lightly to creating a machine gun mhm and even
0: though it is technically above um, board
1: yeah, everything's legit, but we definitely don't want a um An any additional, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that was our uh, our Fourth of July shenanigans, Independence Day, the way the founding fathers intended.
1: Yeah. It um, it was it was pretty cool. Um. Yeah. So by the way, in the state of Maryland, uh, if you break that law, you can get up to ten years and. A quarter million fine, or both, for possessing an illegal machine gun. So, yeah. That's not a... That is not what the Founding Fathers would have wanted, No, by the way, in case you're wondering. The Founding Fathers would be all about machine guns and buying them at Walmart, probably. Um, So, yeah, 4th of July was a W. I needed to get out of the house for once, so that was very much needed, I must say. Um, speaking of the ATF and being shitters, um, they still have not approved my SBR application, which I am fucking annoyed about, because it's been... Forever. Uh, two and a half months. About two and a half months. And usually when you form one in SBR, it's like, at most, 45 days. So... I don't know if I'm just gonna fucking leave it fuck them um I don't know if it's uh gonna be like a thing where they're gonna draw it way the fuck out or if it's gonna get approved soon but that's fucking gay um and then Congress actually I saw wrote to the ATF and basically said fuck you guys you can't ban pistol braces I don't know if you saw that
0: I think I did see something about that but I did not look into it in depth
1: Yeah, so I was watching a video on it. Um, There's a YouTube channel that's pretty cool out there. It's called The Armed Scholar. It's a guy, I think he lives in California, but he's a lawyer. And he's, like, very, very pro 2A. So he talks a lot about gun laws and legislation and things moving through the court systems, various challenges with um, the Supreme Court and local state courts and shit like that. Um, It's pretty cool. So um, I was watching him the other night and he was talking about how Congress wrote and it pretty much w- consisted of the Republican um, House and Senate. It was like 100 and maybe it was more than that. Maybe it was like 200 uh, representatives and like 48 senators wrote the ATF and basically said, not only do you not have the ability to govern that, but you're being a dickhead. And stop it's fucking washer hold on this is gonna be the washer episode washer episode.
0: and uh, on that same note I saw that San Jose it looks like passed or is passing a series of gun laws making it so that every year you've got to pay like two hundred dollars in taxes
1: on every gun you own very unprofessional I apologize
0: motherfucker
1: I uh, I punched it and it stopped. Um so I might also need a washer when the maintenance guy <laughs> here to fix my AC. Oh, man. Okay. It is just uh, yeah, bro. I, you know, it's hard being me. Um so anyways, um yeah, Congress basically wrote out this long drawn out letter, and they said not only do you not have the jurisdiction and the ability to write laws, which means that your, your ruling is bullshit and you know unconstitutional, um, but also what you're doing is you're shitting on a bunch of legally owned, you know, um, legal gun owners and pistol-brace owners. Not to mention disabled veterans, which they were originally created for. Mm-hmm. So, it's nice to see Congress actually grabbing their balls once and stepping to the executive branch. I will say that this is entirely act of um trying to defy biden to get votes for whatever the next um you know 2022 whenever the next congressional race is but i'll take it yeah you you know it's better than it's better than that
0: did you see that san jose um passed some or is passing some gun laws like the 200 Mm dollars a year per gun and that's yep
1: Yep, and there I think the other thing, so San Jose was saying there's a tax, but they also are requiring liability insurance for yeah, guns. Yeah, for every single gun. Yeah. And it's like, here's the problem, like here's my where I take issue with that, right? Is you know, it's it, it's it's very interesting that guns have a unique problem. I was thinking about this the other day. Guns have a unique problem is that for some reason, like when when we, when a drunk driver gets into a five-car pileup and kills a family, we we don't blame the car. We don't say, well, Jesus Christ, he was driving a fucking Suburban. If he was driving a Prius, okay, he, he wouldn't have hit as high, and the amount of mass traveling behind the vehicle, right, okay, w- would not have caused this to um – sorry, I'm getting messages on Discord, and that never happens. I don't have friends. Um – it, it, you know that that causes the family to die and maybe if he was driving a Prius or a smart car or something smaller and you know if he wasn't drinking alcohol it's like no if he wasn't fucking hammered he wouldn't have killed a bunch of people full stop right so so we have this unique issue with firearms right or even let's take it a, I'll even take it a step further you have people and you don't see it very often but you have people who are mentally ill that get in their car and drive like the wrong way on a highway and get in a head-on collision. And and just absolutely decimates, destroys, right? Because if you're going sixty down the highway and the other person's going sixty down the highway, it's basically the equivalent of hitting a wall at one twenty, let's assume. And uh that's a bad fucking day, right? Mm-hmm. That, so is a, that is a Paul you are day. Yeah, you are dead as fucking fried chicken. Like Jack. that that's as and fast so, as the
0: car Paul Walker was going in with that dude yeah. into the brick wall. Yeah, and yeah. so
1: you know what I mean? Like that that that's that's Family was not stronger
0: that. than that brick wall.
1: You. <laughs> <clears throat> that is true. Family indeed was not stronger. By the way, Paul Walker's daughter is a fucking dime piece. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know how I saw that the other day, but I was like, um, but what's my point? So firearms have these unique this unique issue where people blame the firearm, and not. Uh, surrounding mental health issues, being on antipsychotic medications, for example, um, you know, unique individuals who, let's say, like inner city violence, gangs, right, the drug trade, or, or the, the 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 war on drugs, right. So we are so quick to just point. Like, I don't know why guns is the only issue where we're just like, guns, they're the problem, get rid of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's, there's, it's, it's, it's clearly a more complex issue than this, and so. I just the the thing I struggle with is that if it simply were guns that is the problem then you would see a direct correlation with strict gun laws and less crime mm-hmm. full stop I mean Biden if, was if firearms were the problem Biden
0: was unable to answer see. when someone asked him because he said that uh, people were going to uh, neighboring states and getting guns and then uh, one reporter was like then why don't those neighboring states have high
1: crime rates yeah and it's 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 you know if if you want to and I'm, again i'm i'm going to i am going to make the point of concession right i am going to to upfront concede to this which you may not be willing to concede nick but if if we want to have a conversation about curbing gun violence and and it's going to look and it, it absolutely has to be viewed through the lens of restricting access to firearms Then what we need to do is have a conversation about how legal gun owners, if you have a track record of 20, 30, 40 years of owning guns legally and responsibly, then you should be able to own a fucking tank, right? Mm -hmm. If we're going to restrict people, because if we're just going to go through and say, bad people are going to get guns then there has to be a method by which we sort out bad people if the assumption is that bad people are going to get guns. So I will definitely concede that bad people are going to get guns. Just like bad people get cars, just like bad people get jobs, just like bad people become managers. Bad people do a whole lot of shit. Okay? And so, in order, as far as I'm concerned, in order for us to have an honest conversation about guns, we we have to concede that law-abiding citizens are not the issue, and that law-abiding citizens far outnumber criminals when it comes to firearms. I mean, and and if we can jump off from that premise, I I would be happy, and this is again a point, this is a hot take, I know, hot fucking take. If I could, because I am a a law-abiding citizen and I legally can own firearms, if you granted me the right to make machine guns at my whim. I would a hundred percent concede to different a different landscape in gun legislation because i am a law-abiding citizen and there's no reason i should be restricted to own a firearm so it's just there's no it's all take and no give and i mean look at the uk because they don't have a stabbing problem right <sighs> dude go listen to uk drill music like they're like rap music it's the same as like chief keef you know what i mean like that brainless i'm gonna kill people and sell drugs rap music dude it's literally they just talk about instead of shooting each other and drive bys and this that and the other thing. And I I tote that Glock. It's I'm gonna I'm gonna st- go fucking stab this guy. And like it's a cultural thing now. Yeah, like you can't
0: even have a butter knife in the fucking UK on the street
1: and shit. Like scissors, like. Yeah, well, and it's just it's just funny because even with those restrictions in place people are still getting stabbed at a disproportionate an incredibly disproportionate rate mm-hmm. and so I again I will make the same contention that I always have is that you cannot stop a terrible person from doing a terrible thing without a minority report like system there's no way there are too many there are too many vehicles literally including vehicles but also other banners of killing people in mass I mean it's just there's no way to stop it you know and so it I, I hate to be that guy but I mean the problem is mental health the problem is addressing crime and impoverished communities the problem is over policing. right yeah o- over policing and to some degree under policing mm-hmm. and I, I will make the case for example in Detroit there are places where cops just don't go at all hmm like just if they just won't go in broad daylight if somebody gets shot there it, like, you're basically bringing in the SWAT team so you can go get the body and get the fuck out. Right. That's it. So, over-policing in these stupid things when you're popping some dude for having some weed in his car, right, that's, that's not solving anyone. Sending him to jail is, is not solving anything. No, no justice was served if someone goes to jail for some weed. But if we're, like, having shootouts in the streets in broad daylight, certainly the rule of law must prevail. Right. I mean, that's, I think that's something that we can agree on. Um, so I don't know. Tell, t- give me, give me your kind of where you're you're coming from with this.
0: Um, so and I know you have
1: t- kind of the, based, uh, the yeah. base take,
0: but I'm, I'm hella based when it comes to gun control ideas. And my biggest issue with the requiring liability insurance for each gun you have is that is effectively creating a gun registry. In order to have mm-hmm. liability insurance or insurance of any kind for every gun that every person has that is making a list of every gun every person has.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And mm-hmm. like I've got its it becomes a de facto registry. yeah I've I've had guns for forever. I have built guns. I have shot all kinds of various types. I've never once shot somebody. I've never even once come close to shooting somebody. I have mental health mm-hmm. issues but they don't correlate in the slightest to my gun. Right. So, all right, right. and I mean, I'm with you. Like, if you have X amount of years of legal non-violent history with guns, non-violent period, I should be able to own a tank. I think you should be able to own a tank anyways, but...
1: Yeah, well, and so I guess my kind of point with that was that you know if if we're going to separate out separate out good people versus bad people mm-hmm. as if that's the only two issues is bad people getting guns and good people it's fine if good people have guns we don't care if good people have guns but if bad people have guns that's an issue mm-hmm. if that's the case let good people have everything with yep. zero restriction give me my F15 because if that doesn't matter that's the thing is it's it's the the problem is i, I there are, there are so many fallacious talking points right that occur when people talk about gun control that are so fucking disingenuous or stupid or both. And it's just not, it's not, it's not grounded in reality. It's just not, you know, it's, and then even still the idea that just going door to door and doing gun confiscation, like, here's the thing, we are balls deep in in a gun situation in, in the United States of America. We are too far on beyond it. So, the only true, genuine way to fix this, if you're going operating under the assumption that guns inherently are the issue, is to go door to door and confiscate every single gun from every single person. hmm And to do that on a regular basis, because people, once they find out, are going to start burying their guns or whatever. You know, and it's just, there's, there's no way to do it without, like, just totally going into full-on fucking dictatorship. hmm And then let's just fucking say we do that. Great, congratulations, well done, world class. Now we have the UK, where people are running around and stabbing each other. You think that Crips and Bloods are going to stop killing each other? They're just going like, oh fuck, we don't have guns anymore. I can't be, I can't be within a Crip or a Blood within fifteen feet. So like, as long as we're fifteen feet apart, you know, it's I can't. If I can't shoot them, I guess they just have to live. You're fucking stupid if you think that's the case. Yeah. You're an, you're a fucking idiot. So it's just. It's not grounded in reality, and you can make the effectiveness argument. I mean, let's, let's talk about effectiveness and Timothy McVeigh, right? If you want to talk, which, by the way, was absolutely not at all what people think it was. That's a, one of my conspiracy theories. But, you know, it's just people are going to find a way to do heinous, horrible things, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it's it's just it's not... It's not reasonable to just suggest that guns are going to be the problem. And then what what becomes the cost-benefit analysis, right? Because, you know, take out the idea of self-preservation because most people from gun control on the gun control side of the aisle don't see it as a self-preservation issue, right? So let's ignore self-preservation for a minute. Assuming that self-preservation and guns do not correlate in any way, shape, or form, what really does the United States lose if civilians can't own firearms? A hobby, right? A hobby. You know, the whole the people on the gun control side are certainly on of the mind that all oh, the military would just absolutely decimate you guys. So there's no point in having an armed resistance, so that wouldn't do you any good. Right? So it's it's a cost benefit in which they see we save lives, no matter how few we save lives. And some people lose their hobby. Oh well sucks to be you. That's the, I think that's the way that, that most gun control advocates are the lens that they're viewing it through. Or it's just blind trust in the government, which is just Idiotic, idiotic on so many levels that history has proven in every society since before Rome. Yeah, yeah, before Rome,
0: before recorded history. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's I mean, what you what you create is is a mob in almost every single form of government. You create a mob or a a mafia or an organized, established group of individuals that wield power and will manipulate and use it humans are hierarchical creatures if we give human beings power they're gonna they're gonna manipulate it i mean it's it's evidenced by like why is there no authoritarian regime that's a utopia ever or right wing left wing or otherwise yeah are we going to do the no true scotsman fallacy where that wasn't real fascism or that wasn't real communism or socialism or even that wasn't real capitalism because i hear that a lot too Mm-hmm that's um, I.
0: I try. You know, just... being pro capitalism. I'm pro free market capitalism, but mm-hmm. I make it a large point never to be like, "Well, that wasn't real capitalism," because I yeah, am, it's such an AIDS argument. Yeah, I'm the first person to shit on communism, and like, That's, that wasn't real communism. It's like, well, yes, but real communism isn't achievable.
1: Yeah, just like real capitalism isn't achievable. Yeah. Um, and, and so, what? As far as I can tell, the best version of communism, and the best version of capitalism, are not even—they're not on the same playing field. They're not in the same ballpark. They ain't even the same fucking sport, Jack. Um, but you know, and that's—that's that's a thing. Another thing too, we can segue into that if you want. Um, I've really been trying recently to challenge a lot of my. So let me let me backtrack here a little bit, so I can kind of lay this out a little better. I started giving a shit. About politics um a little bit in high school I was a one-issue voter even though I wasn't voting but I gave a shit about one thing and that was marijuana legalization because when I was in high school I was smoking a lot of pot um, and that's the only thing I cared about and I just was a, what, what I would call like a default Democrat um, and then I didn't give a shit about politics forever um never really voted and I started caring once Donald Trump became elected and the reason I cared was that how I just it blew my mind that this this absolute caricature of a man this this absolutely insane human being could become the most powerful man in the free world and so I've been trying to hold a lot of my I've been trying to challenge a lot of my beliefs and make sure that they're well founded and make sure my arguments are are good um, about the things that I believe in my political convictions recently um, so that involves a lot of actual intelligent left-wing political figures um i've been listening to destiny have been listening to hutch a little bit um i listen to vosh sometimes but it's pretty cringe he's he he's a self-proclaimed proclaimed libertarian socialist so he's one of those like every every business should be a commune basically mm-hmm. and like that's just super cringe to me um he also defended pedophilia at one point which is like mega cringe as well yeah um and he's just I, I think a bad faith individual, regardless, but neither here nor there. Um, but I'll listen to some of his shit because he can construct pretty decent arguments on some things. some things he's just a, I just dis- disagree, and his arguments are shit. but he can construct some pretty good critiques of capitalism that are well founded, um, and whether you want to call them you know crony capitalism or otherwise, I, I think that he does a pretty good job of that. But I've been trying to challenge my beliefs is, is the fundamental point before I get too far down the tangent. Um, And one of the things I've been having a really tough time defending recently is like capitalism, uh, our form of bullshit capitalism in the US. I I really kind of can't defend it because it really is like, we have high taxes, we have a welfare state. And like, you could make the argument we have relatively low taxes. But like, what I get for the amount of money I'm paying is how I judge my taxes. Um, and I'm not getting a lot and I'm paying a whole lot. Um, you know, the, the, these sort of like the, the very obvious, uh, corporate invasion of the government, right. And the fact that some businesses are not paying taxes and stuff like that, right. Is like, why am I middle-class and I'm paying an effective 27% or whatever tax rate or more? I think it's close to 30, actually closer to 30, but. Why am I paying all these taxes, and there are corporations that are paying in effect no taxes? now I understand that it's a very complex issue. it's not just they're paying zero taxes they're writing off losses. they're in bed with politicians that are giving them tax breaks where based on where they're opening their factories and their headquarters right so it's it's more complex than just Jeff Bezos having his little you know puppeteer strings in Washington, but I don't know i just I've been trying to challenge that a little bit not I, I think that there have to be some limits, but I Much like my political philosophy has consistently been, I think we're a minimum necessary force kind of deal when it comes to government intervention in the economy. Um, So I'm going to ask you because I think that you are as close, you're very close to an end cap, at least uh, economically. Um, What are your biggest critiques with our current, um, our current system of economics that we have in the U.S.? What, What what do you, what do you think are the are the big kind of problems or things that you take issue with?
0: Um, that's a complex issue for me because, like you said, I am pretty little to no government intervention in the economy should be the way it is. I describe what we have going on now as crony capitalism, whereas the government is either being bought out and making laws or corporations are just outright making laws. Like, Facebook is... Obviously, not against antitrust laws. They push them because they have the money to get around them. Big mm-hmm. corporations have the money to skirt, and that will create an illegitimate trust because monopolies can't exist without the government.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of take issue with that a little bit. Monopolies can't exist without the government, but I would definitely, I would definitely concede that the vast majority of monopolies are a product. Directly or indirectly of the government, I would definitely say that. Yeah, um, I say that
0: because if it were a free market economy, like an actual free market economy, if one person's prices got too high, then someone else would show up and be even if they were a cent lower, they're lower, and then there's no more monopoly. There's, and so on and so forth.
1: Yeah, no, certainly. But so let's use for example, just to not to like totally rip you uh, off this tangent but um, let's use like it, out in you know the, the Midwest um, where they have one cable provider which those um, are all
0: because it is illegal for other cable providers to come in um, they have contracts with local governments or whatever that make it so that that is their area that they can
1: operate in Right. But so what, what I would suggest is that if you could snap your fingers and make that disappear. Um, I don't know this, but I, I, I am going to assume that it is not cheap to lay fiber optic fiber optic cable. Okay. And so assuming you had like, the, OK, so the barrier to entry is so astronomically high that while it will not always be a monopoly, government influenced or otherwise, there are certainly situations and businesses. In which, even if you remove all the barriers to entry, other than just having the capital to build this infrastructure that's required, um, I don't see Verizon just jumping on top of it and saying, yeah, fuck Cox Communication or Time Warner or whoever the fuck is running cable in East Bumfuck Iowa. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not saying they wouldn't, but I'm definitely suggesting that it's relatively low on their priority list because they have they have the infrastructure in place so that that barrier to entry has been removed is is all I'm saying. So there, I, I definitely would, would say that there are situations in which natural monopolies can exist. I would definitely concede again, that they are few and far in between. That's mm-hmm. all I would say. But that's, again, my opinion, I'm not super well read on that. Mm-hmm. I, I won't pretend like I am, but that's just an example that plays into my mind of where you have such high barriers to entry or like even things like precious metals, you know, like we rely on China for all the shit that's in our fucking phone batteries, you right. know, um, My only
0: like, or like, I guess counterpoint to that is, what makes those barriers to entry so high? What is making the cost to do those things so high?
1: Right, and so one one example with the the battery example with the rare earth materials is scarcity, Mm. literally just scarcity. Um, And with that, they're they're so they're they fuck the environment up to mine. They're incredibly expensive to mine, and they're incredibly scarce. So like all three of those things coupled is like why, and only certain parts of the globe have them. So taking the geopolitical complexity out of it and assuming that China is just China and you can buy land from the Chinese government to open a fucking quarry to ma- mine these um, these materials, I don't think there's gonna be a lot of competition there. Um, I think it's going to exist. I think you're gonna have these multi-billion dollar conglomerates that are gonna get together and be like, fuck it, we're gonna run the market for a little bit. Um, at least until the market shifts enough that you know, we move away from lithium or whatever kind of batteries. But it's just that there are, again, there are examples. There's so few and far between that it's probably a negligible difference. Mm. But if you legitimately have a monopoly, government or otherwise, you just get to decide on price. Yeah. It'll stop. Um, yeah. And that, that's what, you know, with a, with a phone, that's kind of a stupid thing to jack it up too high. But you can create products that are out of the purview of, a large portion of americans and certainly the large a large portion of the world because americans are uniquely rich
0: yeah like um um, they stopped counting how or what percentage of americans had phones at 99 percent. that's including homeless everyone Mm -hmm. statistically everyone in the country has a phone
1: or yeah, cell phone. on average, and there are people who have multiple. My dad has two phones. I he have. He has a work phone that he gets for free, and you have two phones. Yeah, I have multiple. I don't use all of them, but I have several cell phones, like my old ones. I have an old iPhone seven or something that's perfect working condition, sitting in the drawer. So, if that's if that's your measure, I mean, even then, it's probably one hundred and fifty percent because I know tons of people that have old iPhones and shit laying around.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I um just looked over at my Spotify. And uh, the little, uh, not volume, but, like, the progress of the track mm-hmm. is a lightsaber. That's cool. The song is called Star Wars and Poetry. W. But is it everyone? No, it's just that one song. Okay. Anyways, sorry. I had a that's a fucking moment there. And it's a cool thing that they got Spotify to do for them. Yeah. Fuck Star Wars, bro. Did I ever tell you why I fucking hate Star Wars? Because you're gay? No, dude, st- okay, listen, first of all, it is way too hot for you to be talking shit to me, alright, I will fuck you in the ass the next time I see you, I will hold you down and fuck you in the ass, and I will disarm you first, because I know where you put your gun, and it's right next to your pecker, so I'll be grabbing at it anyways. <laughs> but then you gotta listen. get the backup gun, too. Yeah, the back the backup gun. <laughs> I'll probably just fucking roast you with the Glock, and while you're laying there bleeding out, I'll take your butthole. Um, no, seriously. So, okay, let's let's rewind, okay, the time, right? Let's go back to, like, 2011, right? When you were, like, three, okay? Um, I was dating this girl, Kaylee. Sweet girl. I treated her like shit. I was a dickhead because I just didn't know any better. I was a young teenager, and I was getting high and shit all the time. And, yeah, but she was, like, a huge, huge Star Wars fan. And she used to sit me down, and mind you, like, I used to, <laughs> I used to, she would sit me down and be like, hey, or she'd be like, hey, let's hang out after school today. I'm like, all right, bet. She had a car. I didn't, because I was a fucking loser. It's like, all right, bet. I'm cool with that. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I really want to watch Star Wars. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. Like, that was her thing. So I was just like, whatever. So I, like, right around, like, fifth or sixth period, I'd go sneak out and get absolutely fucking cooked and then go home with her and watch Star Wars. I fucking have, so I've seen all the Star Wars movies in their sequential order two or three times. Don't remember a fucking thing. I fucking hate anything about Star Wars and Star Wars references. It's just, it's, I was compelled to do it. And then when I told her I didn't like it, she's like, you just have to watch them again and you'll like them. And I was just like, oh my God. You know, and I was trying to get some pussies. So like, I was just like, all right. I wonder what what Kaylee's doing. (laughs) She, she. She's got a new man, I'll tell you that. He seems like a nice guy. I fucking... Bro, I can't stand Star Wars. It just... It didn't, it didn't do it for me. And um, I'm also going to say this. I have this problem where I tend to hate popular things until I, like, try them. And I'm going to give you some examples. Like, TV shows specifically and social media are, like, the big ones. I was like, TikTok is fucking stupid. Fuck TikTok. My TikTok would be jumping, boy. Like, I'm constantly shit posting on TikTok because that's all it is. It's just a giant shitpost for me. Um, Instagram was the same way. I was like, Instagram's fucking stupid. I post a lot on Instagram. I still post a lot on Instagram. Um, when it comes to TV shows like Breaking Bad, I give them a good, genuine chance. I watched, like, two and a half seasons of Breaking Bad. I was like, fuck this. It's stupid. Couldn't get into it. And if you're trying to tell me that two and a half seasons is not enough to get into it, then I don't want to fucking watch your show. Okay? Because that's like, dude, that's like 30 hours of my life that I have to spend and I'm still not even going to be fucking invested in it. That's a fucking joke. And like Star Wars is the same way. Like it was overhyped. I watched it. The first episode ever I remember, I was higher than giraffe pussy. And in the end, the credits rolled and it blew my high. And that's why I remembered it. And I was just like, this sucks. I just didn't like it. And I look over at my girlfriend and she's just like, did you like it and I was like no <laughs>
0: <laughs> fucking sucks so I don't really like the Star Wars movies like everyone okay raves about the original three eh. Um, if I'm gonna pick any of the movies it's the first or the newer or not newer I guess the middle three one two and three I tend to mm-hmm. like better than 4, 5 and 6 and now 7, 8 and 9. 7, 8 and 9 are retarded. They're terrible. Um but I like a lot of the spin-off shit from Star Wars a lot. Like I'll go down fucking Wikipedia rabbit holes reading about Star Wars lore. Uh, the Clone Wars series, fantastic. Um they're they've got the Mandalorian out now. Mandalorian's good. Um they're bringing out a couple more uh tv series and movies in the next couple years and they're supposed to be good i know the bad batch which is a spinoff of the clone wars it's really good so we agree the movies are not start the star wars movies yeah suck dick yeah the star wars movies
1: are not good that shit is a fucking ass cheek it's my right ass cheek now because of that i can't enjoy anything star wars because i'm just fucking jaded so if, if you showed me The Mandalorian, and I'm sure it's a really good movie, but like I just couldn't get into it because I'd be like, this fucking guy with the fucking, the little Yoda, but he's not Yoda, and then these fucking stormtroopers. Like, I'm going to see them on Scream, and I'm, I'm going to want to throw a fucking large coke at it. It's just, I, it's just like a visceral reaction. I can't do it. Star Trek, on the other, on the other hand, that shit's Torch.
0: My I've watched some Star Trek with my dad. Deep Space Nine is pretty good. But my dad is was a
1: big Star Trek guy.
0: But uh, the like the next generation and stuff, I kinda take him take it or leave it as far as Star Trek.
1: Yeah. I never paid much attention to like the series and stuff. I just remember watching it and I was like this man dude, like, he doesn't give a shit. He's gonna fuck a green woman. He's going to slug it out with some alien race. He's just going to do what the fuck he wants to do. Mm. And that's it. And he's going to ride around this fucking ship with the homies and just be fucking based. A
0: a lesser fan base, Stargate is really good. Stargate. Yeah. Stargate. I don't know if... There's like SG-1, there's Stargate Generations, Atlantis. Atlantis, in my opinion, is the best.
1: Um, I've watched that a few times. Stargate. That's the shit on Netflix. Maybe no, but it's on Pluto. It's on Pluto, which fuck. is free, so I was I'll watch to say, it. What the fuck is Pluto? <laughs> it's a, yeah, It's one of those. I downloaded it because it had some movie I wanted to watch. Every time I like hear about a movie or like, I'll just Google it and it'll tell you where you can watch it. And if it's not on Netflix or HBO Max, because my parents have HBO Max, um, I'm just like mad as fuck. But I found out about Pluto, which is basically Netflix. Obviously, they don't have like the same name titles. You know what I mean? But they have like a couple like things in there that are just aren't anywhere else and you can watch it with commercials so it's like watching regular tv and it's completely free so fuck it i'll download that um and it's not even od with the commercials too i think there's like two i think it's like a minute and a half or two minutes of commercials for a 30 minute episode and it's like in one rip so it's just get it out the way i walk away i'll go fucking rub one out or something i don't know but uh fuck yeah man i um you know what you know what other tv show i'm i'm fucking huge on that's like just, like, a really weird thing. The Twilight Zone. See, I was never a big Twilight Zone guy. Oh, love me some Twilight Zone. It just served, it serves that nostalgia for me because my dad and I used to watch The Twilight Zone, and it was, like, kind of sci-fi, kind of creepy, but it wasn't, like, scary. Mm-hmm. So as a kid, I could handle it because I, like, never was into I mean, I watched scary movies as a kid, but, like, some of them, like, fucked me up. I was terrified of Freddy Krueger for, like, two years when I was nine or ten. Um, Have you ever watched 13 Ghosts? No, 13 Ghosts? So... Is this this like a shitty porno?
0: (laughs) As a kid, (laughs) that was one of, if not the only movie I had to turn off because I was too afraid. 13 Ghosts. My sister and I were sitting there watching it and we were like, alright, nope.
1: Matthew Lillard's in it?
0: Yeah. He dies. He's fucking
1: shaggy, bro. Yeah, he dies. Sick. Uh, What is this movie rated? I don't know, like, oh my god! This definitely are. All right. Like it's it's gruesome. Oh, this looks like a legitimate scary movie. Not yeah, like like bullshit that.
0: One. That's like a that serious scary movie. I mean, it it has
1: thirteen per, or sixteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Well, fuck Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Yeah. I'm, I mean, it's. Not, I'm so not saying
0: it's like the best scary movie in the world. I'm just like, no, a, no, no, no. It just it just was like uh, one that got you. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, as a kid that was the only one that like I had to turn off. And like when I was 4, my stepdad made me watch one of the Chucky movies, like forced me to sit there and watch it. And that fucked me up, but then I'm watching like aliens, fucking all kinds of scarier movies as a kid.
1: You know I've never seen Alien, like the original Alien? Really? I've never seen it. Yeah, I it's been a thing where I haven't been able to um like catch it on on HBO or anything like that. Because I, d- I don't subscribe to a ton of services. Like I, I subscribe to Netflix, but my mom basically just pays for it. It's just in my name, so I don't. I, know, have, I like, I'll watch Netflix, but I don't really. I have an Alien on DVD in uh, storage. Oh, uh, if you have a hard copy, I'll definitely watch. Like I'm down to watch. It. I just never did. I was a big Predator fan too. I Pre- always liked Predator. Predator, dope. Specifically, the second one. I don't know if you've seen the second one with Danny it Glover. It's yeah. It's awesome. I really, really enjoy Predator. As a kid, I was actually rewatching Alien vs. Predator. As a kid,
0: I watched the Arnold Schwarzenegger Predator
1: a ton. That's a good one. Dylan, you son of a bitch. And it's just two giant biceps on the fucking screen.
0: Come on, kill me. Do it now. Come on, do it.
1: <laughs> That's another thing me and my dad used to yell at each other.
0: Do it, come on.
1: I'm right here. Mm hmm. Very quotable movie. Oh, but, very quotable. Yeah, that's... anything with Arnold's pretty quotable. To be honest. Yeah. Well, Arnold's Arnold's the, one of the goats, definitely yeah. one of the goat action stars. He, as start. As a kid, he was my favorite actor, but, like hands down. Nice. And he's not even like good. Yeah. I'm try- <laughs> I am was I was really I never was into actors, but I was as soon as I saw Pulp Fiction for the first time, I was a Tarantino film guy. Mm-hmm. I've always liked Tarantino a lot, but I I'm, I don't really think I'm much into actors. I mean, I can appreciate it, but. Jason Statham's fucking the man. Yep. I would actually say Jason Statham is probably one of my if I had to pick a favorite actor. Transporter was another movie series that I saw when I was younger that I was a huge fan of. Yeah. Um cuz it was like it was over the top but it wasn't like crazy like Fast and the Furious as a car guy. It was cool like the first time I saw it and then after that I'm like this is fucking stupid. Like they're not even Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just not even close. But like Transporter is like it's obviously over the top, right? He flips the car and like takes the bomb off with the crane. You know what yeah. I mean? But like the actual driving sequences are not totally ridiculous, mm-hmm. and like the actual car that he's driving, given certain modifications, could actually probably do most of the stuff that he's yeah. making it do. Oh. So it's kind of cool in that regard. Same with Baby Driver. You ever see Baby Driver? Uh, maybe once. Yeah, it was. It, it was like a very. I don't. I hesitate to say cult classic because I think it was like super popular. But it came out. I think in twenty seventeen. Yeah, twenty seventeen. Baby Driver, and um. A lot of the driving sequences were pretty fucking good. Mm. Like they were pretty well, pretty well nailed, and they had, of course, a Hawkeye WRX. So I'm a fan. But (laughs) yeah, that was another uh, another quality film. All right. Yeah, I don't really see many movies. We
0: are getting towards the end of this episode. I have a question to pose to you that came into my mind today that I am not sure where I land on.
1: Okay, I'm happy to do it, but it's going to have to be a quickie because I'm getting ready to roll for some jujitsu. So, so let's, let's do it. Lay it on me.
0: Could you date and or marry someone who for work does something that is bio- ideologically or whatever against your principles? Like for me, I, what brought it up was could I date someone
1: who worked at the ATF? Okay. Let me think about this for a minute, and I'm gonna have to think about the most extreme version of it because, here's what I will say: I'm a shitter, and I will manipulate that. If I if I'm dating a girl who works at the ATF, I'm gonna get away with so much illegal machine gun shit. It's not even fucking funny. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do? Arrest me?
0: See that that's like, where my very... mind originally went, but then I was like, well, how serious is this chick about
1: her job? Like, mm-hmm. no, and I, I I think what it comes down to is that. Okay, so let, let me let me. The ATF is. I don't see a bad example, but it's not something I feel as strongly as as you might. Here is here is one that I will I will throw out there that I can tell you, for sure would not work. Um, we have discussed this in private. I don't know if we've discussed on the podcast, and I'd be happy to at some point. But I am one of my main political positions that is that can be viewed potentially as anti-libertarian or anti-liberty is I am absolutely one hundred percent against abortion. Um, it is not a God thing. I am incredibly atheist. Um, I just have yet to see a compelling argument about the whole cluster of cells, right? When does life begin? It's it's very tough and very complex, and so I tend to err on the side of caution. Now, my lens through which I arrive at that conclusion is that all life is sacred, all life needs to be protected, even if that requires government intervention. And so if we don't know when a life starts, and we're assuming everything I'm saying is true, right, under under that assumption, if we don't know when a life starts, we cannot accurately justify whether or not it is murder, therefore we should err on the side of caution and assume it is murder, okay? That being said, if I met a nice young lady, she's beautiful, we get along great, we have a healthy relationship, we communicate the whole shebang, and she's like, oh, I'm a doctor, I'm a doctor, and whatever, and you get a couple dates in, Um, not even married, right, you get a couple dates in, and she's like, oh, well, you know, I, I just, you know, didn't, don't know how you feel about this, but I think you should know, you know, I work at Planned Parenthood. And what I do for a living every day is I abort babies. Um, I'm not going to tell you it would be a situation where I would just get up and walk out and just be like, oh, we're done here. We have nothing to talk about. We're too ideologically opposed. But I could tell you that that would not, I guarantee you, it, it wouldn't work out. Mm-hmm. Um, and what it comes down to is it's just, we have such a fundamental disagreement on some axiomatic things that are just not, that are not reconcilable, as far as I can tell. Now, that being said, I think most people that I am politically opposed to hold their ideas in good faith. But the trouble is, is the jumping-off point that they're at and the jumping-off point that I'm at are so radically different. It's going to be incredibly difficult for us to have a romantic relationship because a lot of these things are tied inextricably. Um, so that's kind of my immediate thoughts on that. Um, I have dated women that are Democrats, I've dated women that are progressive, I've dated women that are borderline leftists. Um, they fuck a lot easier too, so you know what I mean? But as far as that goes, I mean, I had disagreements with my last ex, I almost said her name, um, <laughs> but I had a, a handful of political disagreements and I had to say disagreements because we never argued about anything because she never wanted to piss me off, even though I wasn't like, you know, that kind of guy. Um, but we had a handful of, you know, conversations about politics and things that we disagreed on and at the end of the day, most of the stuff that she felt really strongly about, like, um, specifically she was a teacher, so like unions and taxation and stuff like that and the welfare state, things that she felt strongly about are things that we are jumping off at the same point. We mm-hmm. both are jumping off that we want to help poor people achieve at a high level, and we don't want to hold people back, and we want to do the best for people. But how we get from point A to point Z are two completely different journeys. So as long as we hold the same sentiment, we can disagree on how we get there. Does that make sense?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's kind of my... And it's it's like a cursory thought, so it's not like super refined, but that kind of is where my brain goes with that, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah.
1: I'd say I... um. We don't really have enough
0: time for me to get into where i fall on that but i think that would be a uh a decent topic to go in depth in on another episode
1: yeah let me let me type it up right now in the podcast notes um <coughs> look at me
0: contributing to content
1: i love it and it's a, good, it's a good one that actually made me think about it, too. Mm. Not that you wouldn't provide anything that would make me think, but it was like a fucking solid. Most of mine are bullshit. I'm like, eh, let's talk about dicks and ass. You know mm. what I mean? Um, discussing significant other's political differences as deal breakers. All right. Cool. Yep. So we can table that one for next time then, I guess. W. And actually, I'll think about mine a little bit more, too, and we can mm-hmm. probably turn that into like a big topic, like a, a good 20, 30-minute topic. W Sweet. All right, you ready to wrap this fucker up? I gotta go and wrestle a bunch of men. Yeah, go go rub sweaty men.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this motherfucker up. Thanks so much for listening, guys. It's always great to, to have you here. If you are listening to this message right now, that means that we love you and you have supported us and we greatly appreciate that. Um so this of course is a small podcast. We appreciate likes, comments, shares, ratings, anything of that nature. Now the various places you can find us. Very few of these I've ever heard of, but fuck it. Most of the important ones were on them too. We got Anchor, we got Breaker, we got Google Podcast, we got Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, YouTube, and of course, the glorious TikTok baby. TikTok, um, we have a bunch of content that I've been pushing through, different clips from different episodes, and recently I just uploaded some uh, real life stuff. So Topkick Podcast is potentially thinking about doing some real life kind of vlogging type stuff. Um, depending on what is available to us and what we come up with so uh yeah we're dipping our toes and we're uh, we're keeping this motherfucking thing going even though things have been crazy with nick's work and my work and and everything else so with that being said thank you so much for listening guys my name is max frags this of course is Nikki two socks that way nicky two socks um nick tell the people whose favorite podcast it is
0: this is and will always be until the end of time your stepdaughter's favorite podcast
1: you're goddamn motherfucking right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you on the next one. Have a good one.